0: program activated. Attention everyone, the unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Okay, right. first things first, what is your name? This is Big Sonny, playing the best of the 90s and beyond. Are you, are you ready for this? Yeah. Radio in motion. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. All right, ready? here we go. Radio in motion. Muse with supermassive black hole before that, The Kooks with bad habit, all part of tonight's dark matter. Sort of the darker side of rock. Uh, But now we're going to do another installment of The Ugly Truth. The truth is ugly, but it can set you free. Uh, We're going to dive into Hollywood. Um, I don't know where truth (laughs) <laughs> lives in Hollywood, but uh, I feel like Hollywood uh, is tending to to get confused by its own rules. And uh, this is uh, talking about uh, the Barbie movie and Margot Robbie uh, apparently getting an, an Oscar uh, snub, not being nominated. Uh, Ryan Gosling and uh, uh, America Ferrera, co-stars, were nominated, so uh, that's that's already trouble for poor Ryan Gosling because. He's a white male, so he's in trouble right there. So he's already had to apologize on behalf of the patriarchy, which is a bit sad. That uh, really brings Ryan Gosling down a few notches if you ask me. I mean, if you've done a good job and you deserve it, then you deserve it. Um, but, but first, let's talk about uh, Margot Robbie. She's been nominated before, um, for example, for, for uh, I, Tanya. And let's talk about the Barbie movie in general. The Barbie movie knew its audience, it went for it, and it was hugely successful. Um, it was the uh, the um, uh, Barbenheimer, the Barbie-Oppenheimer uh, duo. Both those movies found their audience, knew what their audience was, and did well. And the thing with the Barbie movie, uh, of course it was popular. That doesn't necessarily mean that anyone's particular performance was, was Oscar-worthy. Um, I'll bring up the Marvel movies well the first 10 years of the Marvel movies they were hugely popular and giant money-making cash cows but nobody won an acting Oscar in them Robert Downey Jr. had some great scenes in there Uh, I'm gonna be perfectly honest some actual acting chops because he is a great actor Uh, but he's not gonna get nominated for Iron Man in a comic book movie it's just not gonna happen so those two first of all don't don't mix So uh, and like I say, she's been nominated before for a part like I, Tonya, where um, um, the story of uh, uh, Tonya Harding, where she can actually sink her teeth into the role. Okay, Um, that's what actors and actresses look for. And and sometimes they don't find those. I'll be honest. God knows everyone loves Tom Cruise, but he still hasn't found his win after a huge career of some of the most popular and iconic pop culture films in history. Because one doesn't always have to do with the other so like I say let's talk about Barbie all right I get it Um, she's been grabbed on by the feminists so she's this huge feminist icon but she's also a toy that that a lot of young girls just really enjoyed playing with Um, you know it's a it's a Mattel toy turned into a movie so I'm gonna be honest Um, how much nuance Can the actor sink their teeth into the role of of Barbie? How many layers does she have for you to really shine to get that Oscar win? So let's just be honest. I don't think Barbie was the movie to be aiming for an Oscar win. And the Oscar goes to Barbie. Uh, You know what I mean? Iron Man. It's just not going to happen. So, and again, this has nothing to do with any sort of, uh, you know, Oh, it's, it's, it's sexist. She's been nominated before for roles where she excelled. Uh, and again, let's talk about the Academy Awards. It has always been, and it's even worse now for decades. It is a panel of very snobby Academy people who are just looking to sort of tick the box. Um, I'll be honest, though. In, in the past, you know, popular movies were also Oscar-winning movies. Isn't that interesting? Not now, though. Usually the Oscar-winning movie is, is one you never heard of. Um, but look, she won a, a Trailblazer Award. And I think that's great. Uh, uh, That was probably just to avoid the feminist uprising. Again, I'm all for that. Um, If you win an award for something you have achieved, that is fantastic. And God knows people in Hollywood, they love to give themselves awards. Uh, I know Margot Robbie is Australian, but uh, I feel like once you get sucked into that Hollywood lifestyle, they never come back. The only two, there's two Aussie actors that I think didn't get sucked into the Hollywood life. Mel Gibson is one of them, and I'm going to be honest, the other is, is Brian Brown. He's, he's true blue Aussie mate. Brian Brown, are you kidding me? Brian Brown was never sucked into the Hollywood life. He is still Aussie ass, and that's awesome. But I think a lot of the other Australian actors, once they get there, their mind is infected, and it, and it takes over. Um, so this Trailblazer Award, again, kudos to her, that's great. But I hope she's not like... I'm not saying she's not a trailblazer, but I remember uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh, talking about the Hunger Games movie, pretty much telling the reporters, yeah, you know, for the first time in history, I, I, am, I am the first um, you know, female action star. So that's a, a perfect example of someone who has no idea about the history of movies in general. Uh, you're the first action star, uh, female action star. all oh, right. right, so like uh, Sigourney Weaver uh, uh, as Ripley in Aliens, which kicked ass in several movies. You mean uh, Lyndall Hamilton as, as Sarah Connor in Terminator, who earned her place as a badass. Uh, Gail Gadot as Wonder Woman, uh, even to a lesser extent, uh, Angelina Jolie, Tomb Raider. I could go back as far as Katherine Hepburn. I'm just saying um, there have been women trailblazers. Um, None of you are the first. You're just following in those footsteps of the trailblazers. Let's be real there. Um, But yeah, talking about movies like uh, Barbie or Marvel movies, they're not going to win Best Actor. And, uh, you know, it is funny how popular movies, um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, an actual popular movie, Amongst fans, money making, and Oscar winning, uh, *Silence of the Lambs*, uh, *Lord of the Rings*—a movie can be popular and still have moments to, to to win Oscars. But not now, because the Academy is into box ticking. I've talked about this before, and like anything, you know, when you're ticking boxes for like, you know, DEI, uh, you know, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, I have nothing wrong with that on its face. But I think when you start mixing that in with art. you're you're getting into trouble because you're trying to tick a box rather than let the story play itself out um... whatever the character is that's been envisioned by the writer uh... you know if if uh... denzel washington is the best person for the part he's the best person for the part in general irrespective of any anything having to do with with race or gender Oh, he's the he's a great actor he's the best part if Leonardo dicaprio happens to win out, he just had that something, oh, then you know what, he fits that part better. It it, it shouldn't matter. It should be about the story and the art. But when you're looking to tick boxes, this is what you get. You you get these niche movies that have been winning Oscars, and nobody's even heard of them. Um, Can you recall, even honestly, in the past five years, any of the Oscar-winning movies? I can't. Um, Now, I've made this one up, but tell me this doesn't sound real. Um, It's movies like this, Fight from the Chair. The story of a disabled black trans woman fighting the oppression of war. That sounds like the Academy Awards total dream, tick-boxing dream. But what if the movie sucked? What if it was no good? What if the characters were crap and had no story arc and had bad writing, bad acting? It doesn't matter because they'd be happy at tick the boxes. I- I'm just saying that's not the way any art should go down. From actual art painting hanging on the wall to music... To performance art, to plays, to movies, but anyway, that's that's where Hollywood's at, and uh, you know what what can you do about it? Anyway, uh, I I don't think she was snubbed. I just don't think Barbie was the role to shine in to get an Academy Award. Uh, but speaking of Hollywood and sort of them trying to control the narrative, I feel like they're also really trying to control um, your your ownership of movies. So there's a big push now to to stop making dvds and you know this this does have input from uh, the movie studios you know universal paramount uh warner brothers all these big studios um they're breaking away and, and they're making their own streaming service so you know i mean i'm gonna geek out a little bit but for anyone who's even mildly a movie fan and you like to watch the movie how you remember it to get that same feeling, the original movie, and you want to watch it at any time, just, just, you need to know that when you're paying for a streaming service, you don't own any of those movies, okay? Uh, You don't own any movie on Netflix. You don't own any movie on Paramount, Stan, Apple, TV, no matter what it is. You're just renting it. And like I told people, especially about Netflix, someone said once, oh, oh, it's one of my favorite movies, but Netflix um, um, took it off. Because Netflix, unless it's their particular production, they don't own the rights to those movies. And Disney and Paramount and all the studios are starting to go, oh, you know what? That's where the money is. So they take their ownership of their movies and they put it on their media platform. So nowadays, what? Honestly, how many streaming services do you have? Probably too many. Uh, You know, you're paying for all these streaming services. You're paying a monthly fee. To sort of rent these movies um, perpetually <laughs> until the end of time again we're so used to it I'm used to it too but uh, it seems so odd that it used to actually be when you purchased something you physically held it in your hand all right uh, a music CD I could say the same for Spotify I use Spotify and it's a bit of a worry because Again, you think, all oh, this could never happen. The company could go out of business. Spotify could go out of business. It's possible. You don't own any of that music. So I'm going to get down to, to something specific. So you say, oh, but I've been, I've been buying movies, um, you know, uh, digital movies, and they're mine. They're still not yours. They are, they're in the cloud somewhere, and that company could change hands or go out of business. They're not going to give you a voucher and give you all your movies back. You will lose them all. Again, this isn't a panic thing. This is just to, just think ahead that, Um, As the world changes uh, media changes too. companies change Um, The rights to movies change and when you are bound by a streaming service You never own it. It's not on your phone. It's not on your TV. It's not on your tablet When you want to watch it, you have to have the internet So not only that you have to pay that service You have to pay for your internet service to get to your movie. I'm just saying it sounds like a lot of hurdles just to watch a movie okay now i'm not saying you're going to put a vhs tape in and if you don't know what a vhs tape is well you're, you're probably young but that's okay but even dvds that's just a bit scary if they stop making those and the only way you'll be able to watch a movie not necessarily a new one even an old one would be on a streaming service and and here's the other part and i'm going to be honest this is something that's already been done i'm not making this up um so the world today, I'll be honest. Sometimes it is very, very or- Orwellian, and the part where, uh, you know, George Orwell's 1984, erasing the past, and movie companies there, they're not outside of that because they go with whatever the current, the current thing is, the current ideology. And if someone says, "Oh, that offended me or triggered me or I don't like that scene," Uh, whatever it is. Uh, I didn't like that male character too much patriarchy or even a horror movie. Oh, I didn't like that, the way it made me feel funny. It triggered me. So again, this is a movie. It is someone's vision. It is a piece of art and it's out there and it's too late and it's, it's a thing. Okay, the Mona Lisa is a thing. Uh, 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 Michelangelo's David is a thing. I'm sure one day someone will want to edit them. Uh, they're going to cover up um, David's... Private bits, that's offensive. And you think that's funny, but think about that. They'll do that to movies, they already are. So Disney are pulling movies um, that they think might be offensive because they were made in a different time. Uh, A joke was made that was a bit offensive. Again, probably at that time, no harm was intended and everyone was enjoying it at that time. But now we find ourselves, we're so enlightened and it's so appalling that they did that. So you don't get to watch that anymore because they decided it. And again, they took away history they're erasing history um uh, even look star wars george lucas did that to himself so there's the original star wars movies and then there's the versions where he added all the extra scenes and the cgi i'm going to be honest those are actually more annoying and i miss the originals but do you know that he made absolutely certain that on every streaming platform possible and even the latest dvds the original versions don't exist unless you have them somewhere unless you have them on a vhs or a dvd yourself they do not exist you can't purchase them today only the ones he wanted now again that's he owns me can do what he wants uh spielberg did that too with et the scenes where the fbi guys had the shotguns when the kids are flying with et uh, uh they replaced it with walkie-talkies again i'm not going to get into what's right or what's wrong or 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 it shouldn't have been guns the point is is that piece of art was out there. That motion picture was a final, complete product put out there to the world, hugely popular, everyone is used to it. That's E.T., that's the scene. That, that has that feeling that you get when you watch it. And then it, it was changed. And um, again, and you can look these things up, but they're starting to want to do this to things like James Bond. You can imagine James Bond, the, the earlier years, the 60s version of James Bond, is certainly problematic today uh he is just certainly a a chauvinistic male and and everything everything the the the, you know the super feminist would hate about a male character but that james bond was a james bond for that time and again it is a piece of art it was came from the books and a story turned into movies played by a character and that's what they are they're part of history uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A song goes into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I hope it's the original because that's the history of it. A f- song from the 50s, that's what it is. You go, wow. And even if it is something that nowadays we look back and you say, oh, that wasn't the right thing, whatever the thing is. Okay, well, you know how you can figure that out? By looking back at that one and going, it, it exists. We're not happy with it now, but we will recognize that it existed back then and it still has merit and it shows us history if you erase history you're bound to repeat it i know i'm getting deep but that's what's going to happen with movies they will start altering them 100 percent they're already putting disclaimers in front of movies they want to put them in front of the james bond movies these scenes are maybe offensive uh because james bond just doing his james bond swagger again that's that's the choice of the viewer isn't it that's my choice i can choose whether i want to watch that or not when they make the choice for you you no longer own the movie it's not a movie it's just an intangible thing that can be changed as as it goes i I just think that's weird i think that's weird for anything that someone has created and put out there um so look you know just just think about that uh think about maybe getting back into dvds or or even you know um, think about uh, ripping DVDs and putting them on a hard drive. I get it. It's a headache. It's so much easier just turn on the streaming, and there they all are. If you're not a huge movie buff, then you won't care. Uh, but if you are a, a movie buff, I hope you've kept your DVDs because they're of huge value, and they're a testament to how that movie was when it came out, and you know for a fact, unless someone breaks in your home and, and re-edit it, re-edits it somehow, um, it's going to be the same movie that was intended for original release and i think that's i think that's an important thing again for any anything that someone has created any piece of art and that includes movies so yeah just just think about that streaming you're just renting it you're renting the same movie over and over again you like 200 movies on there you're renting them forever wouldn't you rather own them and yeah i know they're making it hard so look maybe we can maybe we can as a voice collectively push back and say um Never stop making physical media. It should always be an option for someone who wants to buy it and own it as opposed to renting it for life. So those are my thoughts on physical media. I know I geeked out there, but uh, uh, hopefully you you found some value out of that. And maybe you'll dig out an old DVD and probably the DVD player too. But uh, look, there's lots of other ways to physically own movies in your home. And not be bound to a streaming service. All right, thanks for joining me tonight. Uh more great music up next on Radio Motion. Tonight's episode Dark Matter, the Darker Side of Rock. We'll be right back after word from our sponsors.